This is the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. Sit back and get a drink. Let's talk about parenting and how to survive it. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Pickle Planet Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. And today we are joined by someone who is so passionate about her job. I'm so excited to speak with Janet Clouston. She is with the uh, Albert County Museum. And we got some exciting news. The Albert County Museum is about to open up this weekend. So Janet, how about we talk a little bit about the museum opening, but also what kind of changes are people going to see with uh, the COVID-19 changes? Yeah, so we're, um, you know, early on when this uh, came into effect, probably end of March, we put a statement out to our members and to the public about a couple of things, which is uh, Albert County 175, a celebration uh, that we're hosting to honor Albert County's 175th anniversary. And then also about our plans to open the museum for the season. And we were always committed to being open. We weren't sure what was happening. You know, we were under a state of emergency with the province. Um, like everybody else, we woke up and just went one day after the next. But we put in our statement very early that our hope and our plan was to open for the 2020 season. Uh, I was hoping for July and August. And we would figure it out. And if the province gave us the green light to proceed, we would. Um, it's always been our hope and our intention to open. Our board has been pretty committed to that, but clearly safety first. And so when we started, um, you know, working and there's a, a couple of factors in place, certainly New Brunswick's stellar work in terms of keeping each other safe and, and healthy um, has played a factor. Working with uh, tourism, heritage and culture and there and the province of New Brunswick and their constant updates in terms of what we can do and how we can um, get back to business but still be healthy and we followed those guidelines our, our board of directors with the Albert County Historical Society have been very committed to to doing what we can to share our history with people and that means opening the museum so when my friends at the Hope Royal Rocks indicated that they were opening on June the 5th our decision to open June the 6th came pretty suddenly after that you know, we, we had been psychologically ready to open. We had, I've been just sort of chipping away at things and, and, and doing what we needed to be open. And so we're proceeding on and we've done our health and safety plan or our operations plan uh, to have available our, our board of directors approve that plan on Monday. And what it means is that we are focusing on self-guided tours. Uh, you know, we, we're a, quite a unique museum because we're uh, eight original buildings on a six acre site which overlooks the beautiful Bay of Funday and is very near the Hopewell Rocks. And, but we're able to offer a wonderful experience and ha but have social distancing and safety measures in place. Uh, we did focus on self-guided tours last year. I know when I go to museums, which I love doing, I love that sense of ex exploration and just being on my own and, and, and spending time with, with the exhibits and the artifacts and just being quiet and thoughtful about what I'm seeing. And if I have questions, I go find someone. Um, and so we, we it, it did a shift a little bit last year in terms of more self-guided tours. In fact, probably 85% of all our tours we did were self-guided. People would check in, get a uh, tour sheet, which was theirs to keep, explaining the site and all the buildings and they would go with their families and explore the museum. We have, a, we have a route that people take. And so we're able to continue to offer that this year um, with a, a plan in mind for safety, instructions to people. They can, there can only be so many people in each building. If there's another party in there having a look, they'll need to take a turn or go look at a different building that's empty and then go back. So 
We've moved our admin area as well. We have a, a, a beautiful little library that was built at the turn of the century, refurbished in 1935 as a boys and girls club. And uh, that, but it's, it's small and it's awkward. It's a kind of an L-shaped building. So we've moved our admin and uh, uh, admin area gift shop and staff headquarters, as it were, up to the 1870 community hall. Now it's almost 2,000 square feet. And it allows for me to have a couple of staff and a couple of guests on and still social distance. Our operational plan explains everything in terms of who can be in that building and for how long. And, and uh, so really it's sort of get people checked in. We've, we've uh, pur purchased all the equipment we need, including a, a little plexi shield. I mean, the main point of contact for people is when there's a purchase happening where we have to get close together. Um, and so all the safety measures are in place for that in that 1870 community hall. So we're we're ready to open um, um saturday we'll be here we are not doing any special events this year at the at the museum uh, or in conjunction with albert county 175 i mean we're doing we're doing programming we're inviting people to come but not in the hundreds um you know and, and as the province uh, reduces restrict restrictions uh we can have up to 50 people on site social distance we're hoping to um, right now I think we're still at 10 people maximum that can gather together so so if it's 10 people so be it uh, we're still recognizing the important milestones we're still sharing our history but uh, our, our tactics are changing a little bit and we're, we're hoping people come not all at the same time not you know just we're, we're, we're stay, staggering traffic we'll probably allow 20 to 30 people on site at any time but again we have six acres and, and eight different buildings um, and so we're, we're really able to offer an excellent quality museum experience. I can't wait for both of you to come with your families and have a look at this rich history of this incredible place um, uh, that we get to call home, some of us. But it's really the story of New Brunswick and, and our, our Fathers of Confederation story is told and the 11th Prime Minister of Canada, R.B. Bennett, the only Prime Minister from New Brunswick, is told our shipbuilding history, where there was over 300 ships that were built in Albert County, all, that's, all that history, which some people don't know much about, um, is all available for people at the museum. Um, I think we have a really wonderful opportunity with families this summer as well, because I think parents are concerned about their ch child being stimulated and, and, and having knowledge and being really in, uh, interested in learning. I mean, I have a passion for learning. I always have. I mean, my I, w I was a child and I had a book on my lap too big for me. I, it was like one of those big picture books. And I remember sitting on the floor, one of my first memories was I had a big book in my hand. I think it was Jungle Book, Disney. I think that had just come out when I was a kid and it was all the rage. And so, um, you know, I love learning and I always have and, and from a young child. And so parents who have an interest in the well-being of their children want to provide rich learning experiences and want to provide interesting opportunities to talk a thing about things like why was there World War I or why, why, why did those things happen? Why are there jails? I mean, we have an old jail from 1845 that's really a showstopper at the museum. Um, you know, it, it, uh, people are very intrigued by it, but you have to get to have interesting conversations with your children and provide a rich learning experience. And so I'm really hoping families will come uh, and visit, uh, visit the Albert County Museum this summer. I have to say, I'm so excited to come. I, I'm probably going to make at least two trips, I can promise, because I want to experience it. And I don't always get to fully experience things my way when I bring my children. 
And so I think there will be at least two trips from our family. Um, because one of the things that fascinates me about the museum and the stories that you tell there, one is the R.B. Bennett story, which, you know, as someone who didn't grow up in New Brunswick, I knew of him, but don't know a lot about him. And I've been learning a bit more about the role he played in Canadian history, let alone New Brunswick history. He's a very significant prime minister that we don't hear enough about. And so I'm really excited to dig into that with my children who understand the concept of government enough to get that someone who was in charge of our country came from here. And the other part that excites me is the, the courthouse that was built by one of the Reed brothers. I've just kind of discovered the Reed brothers, which I know I am late to the game for most people. <laughs> But I am just absolutely fascinated with this family and the work that they created around the world, specifically in California. And to have so many of their buildings still here preserved is amazing. I, I think we've just found a new spokesperson for the <laughs> museum. I'm, <laughs> you're hired. Uh, well, both those stories are amazing and fascinating, and among, we have 24 exhibits. Uh, a, a new exhibit we're adding is Albert County 175, and it's a snapshot. There's a, it's a four-sided mobile exhibit that we are hoping to bring around the county and go into every school and go into seniors' homes and public spaces. Of course, that's not happening, but it will be at the museum. But, you know, with, among those stories is the Reed Brothers story. I mean, I love San Francisco. It's kind of one of my favorite cities. I spent my 40th birthday there and uh, you know it's just a beautiful city and that you fall in love with the architecture you walk around going wow and so many of those buildings were built by the Reed brothers I mean they really shaped what San Francisco looks like today the reason that happened is because they built the Fairmont Hotel so they were architects and they're they were from Harvey three brothers working together and they built they were commissioned to build the, the Fairmont San Francisco Hotel 1907 uh, when the earthquake happened, the major earthquake in San Francisco, um, uh, San Francisco was leveled, except for the Fairmont Hotel. It stayed in place, and uh, anecdotally, people say the furniture hardly shook because it was so well built. Um, and so once, you, there's a visual of that at the museum that you can actually see, see a photo of that, they were hired all over to, keep, to build government buildings and to build um, you know, very important um, churches and things that people wanted to build to last, you went to the Reed Brothers. And so they're, they're extremely famous architects. Um, and the courthouse was built by them, uh, Watson Reed, who returned to Harvey from California. He wanted to raise his family here. And he married the love of his life and, and resettled back in the community here. He, he donated his time to build the courthouse. Controversially, it was uh, burnt in a fire in 1900 three and um uh it was rebuilt for forty four hundred dollars <laughs> and it was very controversial they went, went back and forth about whether they should pay that much money to build the courthouse but it was decided they would build it and everything in the building has been preserved beautifully it is one of the most beautiful buildings in the province of new brunswick um and you can come and see that for yourself so we've looked after that uh, uh since 1962 when it was opened as part of the museum um, and throughout, and 10 years ago, we did a complete refurbishment of the Albert County Museum, and that's when we became the Bennett Commemorative Center. So we are the museum and RB Bennett Commemorative Center. Um, it was lobbied by the Historical Society that we have the funds to be able to tell his story. It is supported by the federal government. 
So when you come to the museum, you're actually on the official monument site of Bennett, the only one in the world. And um, there was a, a statue of him as well. But his story is told throughout the museum. So there's uh, almost every building has a part of the Bennett story that you can learn as you walk through. There's a movie that we show. I don't know if we'll be able to do that this year with the social distancing, but we have a movie theater and that Bennett film is shown in there. Um, but there's a bust of Bennett. His accomplishments are, are shaped Canada as it is today. Um, you know, the next time you turn on CBC radio, you can thank R.B. Bennett. <laughs> he yeah. was the first politician in Canada to speak on the radio. And, um, you know, he, the um, uh, uh, Canadian Broadcasting Act was passed in 1932 by Bennett and, and so, soon after CBC was formed because he felt we needed to communicate with each other. If we were going to be a thriving country, uh, we were going to need to be able to communicate. And so from coast to coast to coast, uh, CBC was born. Um, well, look what it is today. It's an incredible broadcasting network, um, both radio and, and television. Um, I mean, can you imagine Canada without CBC? I can't. Um, I grew up listening to CBC in my household. The radio came on in the morning and got shut off at night. Now it's our computers get turned on in the morning and shut off at night. But, uh, you know, we knowing our story and knowing about each other from uh, remote communities to big cities, um, you know, CBC's played a role. So I'm really proud to be able to, to tell the Bennett story and to give him more prominence um, one thing is he led during the Great Depression, so he was elected in 1930 uh, and led for five years, the most terrible years of the Great Depression. He did nothing to cause it. Um, he elected, he, you know, he was running for office um, before the stock market crash in 1929, but uh, he inherited that and um, led admirably. Uh, frankly, through that time, he was a very strong leader, very committed. He was a, a Conservative Party member with a big social heart. And he felt, you know, if we were going to um, help people and save lives, we needed some safety measures in place and some social network uh, safety. So minimum wage legislation was enacted during his time. Um, he did enact unemployment insurance, um, which was enacted after he was left out, uh, out of office. It was a bill that passed after his time. Um, min um, legislated work hours, you know, at the time, people were kind of being worked to death. When you got a job, you just, you worked. And so the five-day work week concept was created under Bennett as well. He felt people needed to have a family life and time for their faith on Sundays or what have you. So um, you know, the, the National Bank or the Bank of Canada was enacted during his time as well so that uh, banking policies couldn't be manipulated by government. Um, the wheat board was established during his time. I mean, that's, you know, saving farmers. That's why they enacted the Canadian wheat board is so farmers got a fair price for their wheat. All of those things are still in place today. And a lot, Bennett started getting recognition during the 2008 economic downturn where Canada stayed buoyant. You know, so many other countries really crashed deeply. I'm not saying it didn't affect Canada because it did, but we were able to bounce back and we didn't go as deep into it because of because of Bennett's policies, especially around Bank of Canada policies. Um, so he started getting more recognition. And of course, when we opened the Commemorative Center in 2010, and uh, now we're just really continuing to make sure his story is heard. Um, he was a principled leader. He was a good man. Um, he loved his family very deeply. In fact, his nephew is still alive and his nephew is one of our benefactors. Um, he lives in Ottawa, Mr. Herridge, um, was, is the son of, um, of uh, RB's beloved sister. So 
Um, you know, we're going to do everything we can to honor Bennett's legacy. Um, he's, he just, you know, he moved to Calgary um, and where he started his political career, but he was a lawyer and a very successful lawyer. His firm is still uh, going today. It's called Bennett Jones. Uh, they're based out of Calgary. They have offices all over the world. Um, Bennett specialized in oil and gas law. And he saw an opportunity there as the emerging oil and gas sector um, started. And Calgary as a city and, and who they are today was in part shaped by Bennett. Uh, he was he was there when there were still dirt roads in Calgary. And he, he Bennett Jones was formed. Uh, if you go to their website, you will see him accredited for forming, forming Bennett Jones. Um, and they're still active all over the world. They're, you can see their employment policies are very fair, inclusive. They have 400 employees all over the world, many of them lawyers, and, and working um, to help their clients. Um, so there's, a, there's a, a rich story there, and I get to do this for a living and tell this story. In fact, we have, there's a tour guide that was through um, uh, with our Acadian exhibit that we opened last year. So our storytelling goes back to 1600. And he started calling me Madame Bennett, which I take as a compliment. So, <laughs> yeah, Madame. So when he calls me, he says, Bonjour, Madame Bennett. Uh, so quite funny. Um, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm really, I'm, I, I moved, I'm from, I was born in Moncton. I lived in British Columbia for many years. And I've moved back to New Brunswick because I believe in this province. I believe in what, who we are and what we have to offer. Um, our, our tourism product, frankly, is, is tremendous. We have interesting cities and beautiful coastlines and wonderful people. Um, and I'm, I'm paying attention to the opening of the Funday um, uh, net, uh, Trail Network and the Funday Parkway. Um, and our connection between us and St. Martin's and right over to St. Andrews by the Sea is gonna be incredible. Um, and so I've moved back for patriotic purposes. Um, I don't have my New Brunswick tattoo yet, but I'm thinking on getting one. Um, but uh, so I get to work at the Albert County Museum and, and really the tagline for our museum is the uh, history of the people of the tides. Um, you know, we live by the world's highest tides. We are shaped by the ocean. Much of our trade and commerce was due to ocean and shipbuilding. And so I'm here um, telling the story of New Brunswickers and uh, people from this coast. Uh, our, our museum is entirely bilingual which I'm very proud of. New Brunswick's strength is our bilingualism. Um, and so we really work hard to welcome our, our uh, um, French friends from the community, Acadian community, as well as when we're able to, our friends from Quebec, uh, to have them come and learn about this part of their history as well, because uh, um, many people don't know the, the, this whole area was uh, French, Acadian. I mean, the original name for the Bay of Funday is La Baie de Française. Um, it was changed to Bay of Funday. So, um, you know, we're, we're able, we are looking now with the possibility of a First Nations exhibit. We've been donated some artifacts. Uh, so we are hoping to work with our, our neighbors from Fort Folly and El Sabuctu to tell primarily the Mi'kmaq story of, um, of the history here. We're also looking at natural history because we're close to the Hopewell Rocks. People have an interest in geology and fossils, the mastodon um, skeleton was found here that's at the New Brunswick Museum. So we're looking at the future um, of our organization and how we engage with people. What's the next story for us to tell? You know, we have these wonderful stories now. What's our next story and, and how do we engage people? Um, so they're a part of what we're doing as well. 
I love it so much. I'm just, I'm just, my heart beats for Albert County these days. So it's, <laughs> I love anything that has to do with it. We are running out of time, unfortunately, though. Janet and I could listen to you talk all day because we didn't even get to tell the story of Tom Collins or the ghost hunt that happened there just this past weekend. But yeah. people just have to go to the museum to find these stories out. Well, well, thank you very much. I'll just let you know, we're open on June the 6th. It's our, our opening weekend. Again, we're not doing a grand opening celebration the way we normally do, where you invite people to come for their self-guided tours. Um, we are open all summer, uh, every day from 9.30 to 5.30. So we are open daily until the end of September, as long as conditions, uh, health and safety conditions allow us to. Um, Albert County 175 is something we're celebrating this year. We are older than Canada. And uh, so we are really, really happy about working with the historical society and the community to tell the story uh, from 1845 to 2020. So I hope that you'll come and join us at the museum. We're located uh, on uh, Route 114. We're right just off the highway, actually, uh, very close to the Hopewell Rocks. In fact, two minutes from the Hopewell Rocks. So if you're going to the rocks this summer or want to come or driving to Funny National Park, please uh, drop in. So many people say they've driven by many times and, ha and haven't come in because they're rushing to get from one place to another or heading back to Moncton. But we encourage you to come in and visit it this, this summer um, and just um, come and meet us and, and learn about our part of history. And it's such a fantastic spot for families. Like you said, having various buildings and having the grounds to be able to move around, I know for families like ours with little kids who are not museum goers, it's a really fantastic environment for that. It, it, it's a good fit for a lot of families who might not be able to do the quieter museum pieces all the time. Well, you know, it's it's true. There's, the, with room to think, I think once you're outside and, and you have a bit of space and time between one exhibit and another, I know sometimes in museums you can get a little bit overwhelmed or forget which room you saw what in, you want to go back and see it again and you're not quite sure. So it's very, every building's very distinctive. The grounds are beautiful. Um, the view of the bay from here, we're right where the Petticodiac River meets the Bay of Funday. Um, so the, the tidal bore that you see in Moncton actually starts right here. And so the, it, the landscape just changes every day. The view changes. There's so, so much wonderful energy around us as well. Um, and so, yeah, certainly for families, I mean, and if your kids need to run around a little bit, uh, when you're out with them, uh, it's a great spot. Um, you know, we've got grounds to explore. We've got picnic tables. People are encouraged to just stay and enjoy it. There's no rush when you're at the museum also. It's not like we say, you know, you've got to come and go within an hour or two. Um, you know, so it's also a two-day pass when you purchase your admission to the museum. Um, so, you, so say you're, you know, visiting through and, and there's something you see, you're heading to Funny National Park on your way back, you say, you know, I want to learn more about Bennett or I want to learn about Tom Collins. You know, we didn't have time to go into the jail because we saved it for another day. Let's go back in. So you don't have to pay admission again. You've got a two-day pass uh, with us. And uh, yeah, so we're, uh, we're excited. We see a wonderful future and, um, you know, both, both is what we're able to offer as well as this is a tourism destination. Um, I know I just tapped a little bit into tour buses last year. Of course, with the conditions now, it's um, going to be a little bit different. But small group travel, small groups that are looking for interesting things to do. Uh, we really started specializing in that last year. And I saw really great. I saw school groups coming and I saw uh, daycare groups coming. And like we're able to offer services from, you know, 8 to 80. And um, so... 
you know, we, uh, we're, we're excited. Um, I know my board of directors has worked very hard to get the museum to the quality that it is right now. I mean, it's a, it's a quality experience. All the exhibits are done very well. Uh, we're really committed to our work. And um, I know you'll see that when you come through. And, and plus, it's fun. I mean, I think learning is fun. And, I, and, and once, once people understand that, like what, you know, that sense of exploration when you go around the corner and you're surprised at what you see because we all have all these to scale models of ships that were built, 300 ships were built here along this coastline not to mention the ones built across in Nova Scotia. Um, when people come and see and go, oh my God, that, look how big that ship is. And it was built right here. And so that sense of discovery is really a fun aspect of what we're able to offer. Do you have um, social media links that people could go and check out before they plan their day down at the museum? We do. So our, our website is albertcountymuseum.com. Uh, it is full of great information about our, about our museum. There's also archival data in there, great photos. Um, you, there's a good search function in there for you to look. A lot of people go there looking for their family history, so which is fun. Um, so albertcountymuseum.com. Information on Albert County 175 is at ac175.ca. Um, our probably our most robust. We are on Twitter, but our, our one of our more robust is Facebook, just like everybody else. <laughs> Um, it's how we communicate with people really. So, um, uh, um, facebook.com slash Albert County Museum. Uh, you'll find uh, one fun thing that's happening because of Albert County 175 is a photo a day. Mm -hmm. Some people, um, they are just call they're calling and saying, thanks for the photo a day. It's just wonderful. So one of our board members, Stuart, uh, who's chair of Albert County 175, um, took it upon himself to, to do a photo a day. He's six months into it. If you can imagine, he's finding these old archival photos of the county, different themes or different photos that we got archival photo from Archives New Brunswick, stuff we had, people are sending us photos to put out. And so this photo a day has really gotten people's attention. Um, it, it's actually been picked up by the Moncton Times and Transcript or from time to time when they need content, they'll use the photo a day. And people are learning. They're, they're like, that's my grandfather in that photo. So people are really responding well to that photo a day. So we're doing everything we can to bring history to people. Um, so that's really, you know, bring history to people and bring people to our history. A new tagline. Wait. Um, yeah, write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that um, and your what's our next story. That was just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Both of those. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Janet, I know that Jenna and I both can't wait to get down there uh, this season, and we're so excited for the opening this weekend, and we want to send you a big congratulations for getting things up and going, too. Thank you. It's, um, you know, it's been kind of steady hands at the wheel through this, um, and I think that's New Brunswick's story, is we just stay committed to what we, what we need to do with each other, and, uh, you know, I think people need hope. Um, I don't know if you know, New Brunswick's motto is hope restored. That's our motto. Um, and, you know, Resurgo in Moncton, Resurgo Place is, is that hope restored, arise again. Um, you know, and people, once they, people found out we were opening, when, once people found out the Hopewell Rocks were opening, that's that burst of hope that we need to, uh, to feel some sort of normalcy. And um, even though we are social distancing and our staff are wearing masks and all of that, we still really look forward to meeting people, providing you with a, a really wonderful quality experience and, and giving people hope. Love it. Can't Thank wait. so much. Yes, absolutely. So again, uh, you can check out the museum online before you head on down there, but they are opening this weekend and open nine to five every day, which is fantastic. And you know what else is fantastic? Leaving us a review, right, Jenna? <laughs>
<laughs> yes, we love reviews. We love comments. We love all of your interactions and letting us know the other places that you want to hear about in the province, in the area. Uh, fantastic other folks that we can have on to chat because this is just, this is what we live for. We love these conversations and we love learning about New Brunswick. So we're so thrilled that you're listening in and tuning in as well. And we'll see you next week. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.